0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. stakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void where prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. That was quick. That was How quick. Was guys- that was quick. That's what she said. <laughs> it was no, seriously, quick, that was... Dude. So, dude, that, that was-, was, what was quick Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, of course, what we're talking about is how quickly the Phoenix Suns today <laughs> matched the offer sheet that DeAndre Aiton signed from the Indiana Pacers. Um, I don't know in real time, like in actual delivery time, how quick it was.
1: Say what you feel bro Woj, feel
0: woj tweeted out at at 501 today that deandre Ayton had signed the offer sheet and we'll we'll look don't worry we'll go through a full timeline i want to go through everything i want to hear all of the emotions you guys went through because <clears throat> excuse me hold on <coughs> see i'm so excited i can barely i can barely get the words out without choking but because it was a it was it was it was a weird wonderful day if you ask me and i think i might Titleless episode that the weird, wonderful day, because I, I think that's exactly what it was. But Woj tweeted out at 5.01 p.m. that DeAndre had officially signed the offer sheet. And then he tweeted out at 5.20 p.m. that the Suns had matched the offer sheet. So 19 minutes Woj to Woj, if you will. Right. <laughs> they got to think. Max amount of time that the Suns actually had that offer sheet in their hands, fifteen minutes. So in reality, I, I think the ninety-second thing—I I don't even know if it went that far. Like I feel like James Jones was sitting there, maybe in the middle of a conversation. Come
2: long enough, getting away. Take a print.
0: Just chatting away with somebody and his assistant comes walking in goes, Mr. Jones, the offer sheet from Indiana arrived. And James Jones didn't even break eye contact with the person he was speaking with. He just kept speaking along, chatting along, telling whatever story he was telling. The offer sheet, the the, the, the right of first refusal sheet slid in front of him. He signed it without even looking at it. And it just went away and went right back to Indiana. I feel like that's how it went down. Like James Jones didn't even glance at it. He knew what it was and he knew what he was doing because to me, what it all says is he knew what he was doing all along. When I say that, I'm talking about back to last summer. And like I said, we'll go through all the trials and tribulations of today, but that was my immediate feeling. How did I get to this point? Where did I just go? Where did I come from, boys? Should we take it from the top? Should we take it from the top? No, let's keep going. Let's keep going. No, I mean like, from the top of the day, oh yeah, top of the morning, yeah, I, or top of the afternoon, when you, when you wo- did say
1: something great was going to happen today on Twitter, I
0: did. So I woke up this morning. I did not even remember that I tweeted this until I got I I, I got home this evening. Woke up this morning, tweet tweeted, it's going to be a good day, and it was, and it was. So. We do start from the top of the morning, but let's move to like noontime, right? When Woj at first tweeted that DeAndre Ayton, and and he said in his tweet, has agreed to a four-year, $133 million maximum offer sheet from the Indiana Pacers. Now, the immediate response was, oh, okay, that that actually happened. But what we didn't know at at first, at least I, I didn't recognize until shortly after the tweet came out was that he didn't actually sign it that again yeah, didn't happen until later that afternoon but anyway gentlemen since we're starting from the top yeah how did you at 12 12 o'clock p.m when Woj tweeted that out did either one of you sit there and go oh damn DA is a pacer like not literally at that moment but is on his way to being What did you guys think? What did you feel? Tell me, what were your emotions?
1: I mean, I, when that happened, I was just like, holy shit, the Pacers actually gave them an offer sheet. Because again, we've gone through this before, not something the Pacers owner likes to do, Um, would rather work out a sign and trade. And then, you know, you look at it and you're just like, okay, like, you know, let's, Let's look at it this way. What happens next? Okay. They can't trade them anymore. Are they going to do it? Are they going to sign an offer sheet? And then again, I see it on Twitter. I'm like, well, what does it mean? And then I reread the tweet because I'm just like, maybe I missed something. And then again, I say, Oh, okay. All right. It's a great. He has agreed to, he hasn't actually signed it. So I'm like, okay. And then, you know, reports came out that they have seven hours and I'm just like, look, here's my thing. I said, Okay, he's gonna sign it. My first start, my first thought was that okay, this is perfect because now the Suns can match it and then Mr. Mr. Sa- Robert Sarver can put his money where his mouth is and still trade for Katie and go well into the luxury tax, be one of the top 4 spending owners in the league and maybe earn a little bit of goodwill back from the fans if there is any to earn at this point hold on hold on
0: so you saw that Woj tweet and your thought process ultimately boiled down to oh good here's an opportunity for robert sarver to get goodwill with the fans i love it dan i love it well that that's not the it was more nope, of a nope that was the point can get Nope. we da and
1: kd and there's a chance for him to earn goodwill don't do that to me dude don't lawyer me this early in the podcast because it's late as fuck right now
0: thank you for that clarification well done Paul, what did you, Paul, Paul, you're, you, you, my friend, I love you, Paul, love but you, you are, and have always been our chicken little of the podcast, and I even mean that, back <laughs> to when falling. you, it was just you and I, even, you are the sky well, is falling, one, one of guy. us had to be the pessimist us that completely. Team.
2: and you wore me down, it took you six years, it took you six years, but you wore after me down, the,
0: after the previous 14, of course, yeah yeah at least six years publicly six years publicly yeah sounded weird anyway anyway
2: well i mean i mean my first thought was like you know good for da he got the contract i mean and i had said this previously like he arguably probably needed to go somewhere else to like fully realize his potential just because there was too much baggage and history with with the sun's team and sun's and son's fans and whatnot, just with, you know, with the whole, with like how he was drafted and, you know, et cetera, yada, 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 Um, And, you know, being blamed for the finals loss and fuck that, or not the finals loss, but the playoffs loss this year. Um, So I was like, <laughs> Hey, good for him. He got, he got, he got the deal. And I mean, honestly, my first thought was <laughs> fuck all those people who say he wasn't a max player. Yeah. I, that was the thing. I'm like, like it's restricted free agency. Restricted free agents, if you're not signing with your own team, that shit doesn't come through for a week or two because like all like options have to be exhausted that, you know, you know, we saw this with Eric Gordon. We saw this with like a bunch of other players. Like if you're a restricted free agent who actually has a shot at leaving your own team, you're you're not signing an offer sheet for a cup for like a little bit. So I'm like, OK, cool. I mean, what does this mean for the future of the team. I mean, I, I kind of assumed to an extent that the Suns were going to let him go and that they may turn into a sign trade or something just because of just, you know, he, I mean, may, maybe this is where uh, Robert Sarver learned from the Joe Johnson situation. You know, <laughs> 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 they had the right to match yep. that one and Joe asked him to, to not, and he let it go and he regretted it. And so when when Sarver said that back, what was that two summers ago? Like last summer after the finals trip or something, yeah. he said that he wasn't he learned from that situation. So I don't know if it was the exact right lesson, because we'll have to see how this season plays out. But so again, circling back. My first thoughts was good for good for DA. He got his contract. We'll see what happens. It was actually funny as I was at like a lot of people in my office know I do this podcast and whatnot, and like, like I have like four or five people come up to me during the day, you know, who like get the alerts. It's like, so DA is going to be pacer. I'm like, I don't know, we'll see, see what happens. Suns can still match it, and they're like, like because they they don't know the mechanics as much as we do and whatnot. So let me can I
0: ask can I ask you something? May I interject? Did you did you reply to them like that? Because it sounded to me like you were doubting that the Suns were going to match it. I wasn't sure.
2: I wasn't sure. Really? Honestly.
0: Yeah. Really? I mean, I.
2: I was I wasn't I wasn't they weren't going to let him walk. I knew that it was just come down to like, okay, would they figure out a sign and trade before they had to match or before like he had to officially sign? I mean, like if he signed the paper I'm like yeah they're keeping him. We'll figure it out. Figure it out from here. But, you know, that's kind of where I where I stood with it.
0: What what do you guys do you guys read into at all the the speed with which yes, the offer was matched <laughs> uh because for for those for those who might not know the rule when an offer sheet is signed by a player, the player's existing team has 48 hours to exercise their right of first refusal, right? To, to match the offer sheet, in which case then they retain their play. As we went over the illustrious mm-hmm. timeline, we don't need to go over how quick or use any analogies. Again, Paul, okay? You're welcome. No more analogies. The Suns did not use all 48 hours. <laughs> no. The Suns did not use a an hour, an hour, an hour, an hour yes sorry it's late this <laughs> one's barely used minutes perhaps the fastest and i tried to actually look this up to try to see like what, what was the fastest restricted free agent offer sheet match in history and i really couldn't find anything yeah, outside of the there. last one that was the auto porter one that was matched by the wizards in 2007 15? 15? I don't know. Fucking sometime back then. Um, They went the two days based on articles that I was reading. Uh, I, I don't know that I recall a team ever not taking that amount of time. And I also can't say I can sit here and remember a whole lot of specific restricted free agent instances like this, but I feel like something like this being what would clearly be outside of the norm when you have a deadline that far out and you exercise something that quickly would have stuck out in my mind had it happened like this in the past. Maybe I'm wrong, but regardless, Paul, you already said, yes, you read something into the timing or the short period of time that passed between receiving the offer sheet and exercising the right of first refusal. What did you read into that? That the sons didn't have to debate the decision.
2: Like they they knew this is what, their plan was like, but- oh, okay. Yes.
0: I like that. I like the way you frame that the, the, the latter way better. They knew that yes. this was the plan. Not so much. That it was just an easy decision. Cause we don't know. Maybe it wasn't an easy decision, but they knew exactly what they were going to do because they knew this was going to be a possibility and they were prepared for it. Like a good front office should be. Go on. My
2: man. question. My question is how much did DA and his agent uh, well, his agent's Bill Duffy, right? Yeah, yeah, one of his, um, one of his agents is one of his, his agents, agents. Yep, yeah. How much did they know that that was going to happen? Like, he's like, You just got to get it, you know, we're going to match whatever the hell it, whatever the hell comes across. It's you, you get the offer, we're going to match it. It's I, just, I guarantee you they knew that, right? Yeah, but I, I didn't, I'm just, I mean, they knew that they're, I just didn't know, wondering if they're like, Okay what does DA really want to do and how much we're going to try to work this or, you know, yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. (laughs) Dan, (laughs) Dan, how about, how about you? How about you? Uh, Listen, man, I, I, I think the ultimate goal, look, a lot has been put into the way this past season ended. A lot has been put into, you know, video games and all kinds of bullshit. Let's just be real. Right. Um, At the end of the day, I think DA wanted his money, right? I don't think he hates Phoenix. Again, there might be some bridges that need to be mended. But I think his agent, while horribly mishandling the situation at first, his job was to find the best deal for his client. You know, going to go to the biggest bidder. And ultimately, I feel like DA was... Not forcing the Sun's hand, but maybe calling their bluff. Like, all right, man, like I'm okay with going to play for Indiana. I'd rather stay in Phoenix. But I'm all right with going to play for Indiana. So I'm gonna sign this offer sheet. And I think ultimately, man, he's gonna be happy that he did because he, that he did because the Suns matched it. He doesn't have to sell his very nice home that he has here. He's been in Arizona since he was in high school. Like this is home for him. Um, look, there's a lot of bridges that need to be mended, right? um with Monty Williams but if if you tell me that hey DeAndre and Monty Williams have to come to an agreement and mend fences I mean uh, I have no doubt that that could happen because of who who they are as people I mean we we talked about this when they first got upset like you know these like these two mild-mannered people got upset with each other so if we were that surprised and we shouldn't be surprised. We, sh- we shouldn't be surprised if they do end up, you know, making up, I guess you can say, like,
2: cause I think they can actually talk it out. Yeah. And if Monty Williams know, can't mend fences with somebody, I don't think I know who that, who Monty Williams
0: is. Or if Monty Williams can't <laughs> mend fences with somebody, I don't know who can.
2: That's yes. also true.
0: Yes. Um, you know, the, the timing thing to me really boiled down to exactly what you know you said, Paul, and that's what that's, that's James Jones knew exactly what he was going to do if and when that situation came about. But like this off season has so many different moving parts, so many different things can fall so many different ways that you don't know what's going to come on any given day. Right. Did any of us wake up this morning thinking that DeAndre Ayton was going to actually sign an offer sheet today? No, because well, I didn't because it didn't make any sense for the Pacers to give him one, but they did, and it works out. And and one one thought that crossed my mind is so last offseason, DA, you know, didn't get his extension. DA's camp, you hear a bunch of different stuff, right? From what I remember hearing, what I the, the, remember the article that came out in the athletic. Uh, James Jones after the One DA reason. saga kind of played okay. out. No, last, last off season where he kind of talked about the, the whole DA situation or what have you. Well, what he had said in that article was basically that DA's camp was stuck on a five-year max deal. They were not willing to talk anything less than five years, four years, three years, whatever. Um, And James Jones, obviously knowing what rights they had that that right of first refusal the the ability to match any offer sheet that deandre was potentially going to get he figured okay well let's wait out wait this out and and see what happens here and the last last offseason there was a lot of talk about okay well the market says that deandre is a max player well not necessarily a five-year max player right because the Suns didn't give that to him and theoretically answer me this question guys tell me if i'm wrong the Suns could have giving him a five-year max this offseason in a sign and trade still if a team was for some was was willing to take on that contract and that's what da wanted to do and the suns were willing to accommodate that right like theoretically, I, I don't
2: know if they can go i don't know if they can do the full like fun. can they do, i think like, that's five everything I I, I I believe i believe they can um well,
1: well let's 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 I assume- think there's a difference in how and like well like what like the escalators are and shit like that. At some I don't know. Well,
0: let's let's <clears throat> let's, let's let's step my cap,
1: back. My my cap expert blocked
0: me, so <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that's 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 unfortunate. Um, but what what did they ultimately end up doing? What do the Suns ultimately end up getting here? They end up getting DeAndre Ayton on effectively. If 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 what we read into James Jones's comments last year is the Suns were willing to go to a four-year max, I don't think there's any reports out there to say they offered him a four-year max, but if you read into that, okay, well, if they are willing to have those discussions, they are willing to go to a four-year max with him. They've effectively gotten him on that, but even cheaper now because the yearly increment raises are, are less because that's all the Pacers could offer him. The Pacers could only offer D.A., that max starting salary with 5% increases per year as opposed to the Sun's 8%, right? Mm-hmm. So James Jones basically got us the same deal that we could have gotten last year, but a little bit cheaper. And okay, maybe not a whole lot cheaper, 3% per year, give or take, right? But over the life of that contract, that comes to be about four or 5 million bucks, which when you start talking about the luxury tax, right? Boom. Yes. And if we get into that 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 level where we're well, right now we're 16 million to the over the luxury tax threshold, right? Right now, according to Spo Spotrek, the Suns Spot, are Spot Trek. Sorry, right, thank you. Are going to be paying an estimated $35 million luxury tax bill next year, right now, without anything else, i.e. KD added to this to this roster. Um, And I completely lost where I was going with that. What were we talking? Where were we going? We're talking about money.
2: We're always talking about money. We're always talking. It's the off season. What
1: else are you talking about? I I know where you're going with this, man. I mean, you know, a lot has been made about the Suns and paying the luxury tax, right? Robert, Cyber's too cheap. There's been reports that they're willing to go deep into the luxury, luxury tax, up to 80 million even, you know. And I think what you're trying to say is, the sun saved this money on deandre and people would say well mm. listen thank you is no, exactly it, worth where going. it like is it is it worth you know building up a talk but if you think you can repair that and again bill duffy may have said hey back in you know last season last off season we were not going to even talk about anything and this is this is why i think he made he did a disservice to deandre aid because if you're going to sit there and say we're not discussing anything other than a five year max then you, you you don't want to hear anything I have to say because I'll give you a four-year max because of X, Y, Z. But if you're not even going to discuss it, wh- what are we doing here? Okay. Uh, and again, I don't know what went on back then. I could be totally wrong, but that's kind of seems like what happened to me.
0: So so where I was going with that, and thank you, you got me back on track. The, the, the luxury tax itself, right? If the Suns right now are sitting at 16 million over, let's say they creep into a range where they're $25 million over the, that luxury tax threshold. That means that they're going to effectively be paying four. It would end up being, I'm trying to do the math in my head now. Four and a quarter, $4.25 mm-hmm. per dollar over, overall. So the, you're, you're talking about by it's a step by saving thing. a million dollars on a contract in a given year. Yeah, exactly. Paul, it's a step of thing. You could effectively be saving the franchise $4.5 million, give or take, right, in that luxury tax payment. But but why does that matter? Because we've talked about this on the podcast. Robert Sarver is one of the, this is a funny thing to say, kind of, poorest NBA owners, right? (laughs) The fact of the matter is the Suns franchise just isn't flush with money. Am I defending somebody being cheap or am I saying that James Jones made a very nice, savvy move as a GM that saved his owner money and gave DeAndre Ayton a max contract? And to your point, Dan, the whole Bill Duffy thing, I don't get this because so you have two agents that are constantly referenced in relation to DeAndre Ayton, Bill Duffy and this other guy, Nima, somebody or different agencies as well. I, I. That's weird. It it is weird, and I, I I feel like I don't know if maybe. And and the other agent whose name I can't remember is definitely far less experienced than Bill Duffy. Because for those, I, if if you don't keep up with agents in the NBA, you probably shouldn't. Bill Duffy's a big time guy. Like he, he he's yeah. a big time NBA agent. He reps Steve Nash. I think back in the day, probably still does now. Um, but I, I believe he did when he was with the Suns. CCA. Uh, no, yeah. he's beat no. BDA. Oh, he's, yes, his, oh, he's a, his own shop. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, but but at any rate, I I don't know if the younger dude like was was the one kind of lead in the charge last off season. Because here's the thing: is at the end of the day, what did, what did his you say his his representation did him an, a disservice last off season. What was that disservice? The disservice was they clearly overestimated his value, right? If we're gonna just be frank about it, did they not? Because they could have gotten this deal ostensibly, or they could have at least discussed this deal last off season, but this deal with another 4 million, $5 million over the course of in their client's pocket on a four-year contract.
2: Compromised at the four-year 8% raise instead of doing the fifth year.
0: Exactly. Uh, but, But the only reason you say no to that is you think that you're somehow going to, and this is why I asked the question earlier, can, could the Suns have theoretically given him a five-year extension this offseason? I I don't see any reason why they couldn't have. I, I'm not aware of anything any rule. That yeah, they could have. have. They, could have. 100%. They, they could have. for sure. But but I mean, given that to him and in a sign and trade is what I was gonna finish my yeah. thought with. Uh, I I don't think there's anything that would have prevented them from doing that on a five year So that's the only reason I could think that that the. DA's representation would have done that last off season is they would, they would have believed either the Suns would have come to their senses, quote unquote, if you will, which if reports are correct and the Suns don't quote unquote, think DA is a max player, you can't think they would have come to their senses and just magically given them five years this year out of the goodness of their hearts. Right. Or you're thinking the Suns the, the DA was going to be able to convince or they were going to be able to convince some team to want to do a sign-and-trade with the Suns where the Suns are giving him that
1: five-year max.
0: But either way, they overestimated his value by not at least engaging in those conversations about a four-year deal, if that's true, of course. But that's what James Jones said, and I'll trust James Jones, will you guys?
1: I mean, I trust James Jones. Um, By the way, the uh, agent is from Innovate Sports, and his name is Nima Namakian. I hope I didn't butcher that too bad. Yeah,
0: and I remember I had looked him up when this was all going down last offseason, and like I said, he's young. I mean, he graduated from law school within the last decade, uh, and to be representing DeAndre, I I don't know. That's why I don't know if there's almost like an association where Bill Duffy and his agency is kind of trying to help shepherd this younger agent into the industry. And why they would both be on it like, beyond it, I like call it DeAndre Aiton, beyond DeAndre Ayton's representation like that. But I, I mean, it, it, it's just odd that that all of this has gone the way it has. And I think we can all agree that his folks have not handled this very well, right? Right. We all agree? Okay. It strikes me out that Bill Duffy would do that, just because of who he is and how long he's been around and and who he's represented, what kind of agent he has been known to be right so no yeah exactly sorry so what 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 the hell were the pacers thinking (laughs) and how about how how about this what if what if like two weeks ago james jones called up da and went look da just get your people to go out there and get you a fucking max deal and we're gonna match it call me when you have that and they went out and got that. And the Pacers just kind of got patsied around. I mean, right? Because they they didn't just give him an sense. offer sheet. They went <laughs> through a lot of steps to clear space today. Yeah. To yeah. Get they waved wa- they and stretched people. They waved the Pacers here
2: three other dudes.
0: A tweet from Woj, the Pacers are waving guard Dwayne Washington and waving and stretching the three players who arrived in the Boston trade from Malcolm Brogdon Malik Fitz, Juwan Morgan, and Nick Staskis. So, so they effectively traded Malcolm Brogdon then for like even less than a can of beans. Yep. And then, and then, and then their offer sheet got matched in, in, no analogies, in 90 seconds. That's Mm -hmm. insane. Do the Pacers, does the Pacers front office not look kind of foolish here? I feel like nobody has said that. I mean, I feel (laughs) they Uh, do.
1: They do. Um, I I feel like maybe the whole, hey, the owner doesn't like doing this, so, you know, they're going to, like, they're going to cooperate. Maybe that got in their heads a little bit. Hopefully it didn't, because if you're if that's your business model, just stick to it. Don't, don't peer off. It's stupid. Um, or they just didn't give a fuck because they're like, Hey, like maybe they didn't want him that bad. And they're like, we would love to have Deandre Ayton as an asset. Cause let's be, let's be real. While if they would have had Deandre Ayton and even without him, they have a really good young nucleus. They just drafted Benedict Matherin. They have uh, Tyrese Halliburton. They have Chris Duarte They have a really nice young core. And if you could have, you know, I don't know, flipped Miles Turner to DeAndre Aiden, why not? Because at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, they can probably flip him for something else. So why wouldn't you? Because if I'm not mistaken, and I don't know where the floor is, there is a salary cap floor, right? Where you have to actually spend a certain amount of money. I don't know how far they were from that.
0: Well, they're, they're, like, they're not, they're not anywhere close because they gotcha. just cleared enough to get max space. So they're uh, okay. just 30 million good, under the cap. Good point. So,
1: so yeah, so they're like, you know, let's clear 30 million under the cap next season. They're probably not. I mean, I, I guess they could make the playoffs next season. Uh, right. But that maybe next season is just one of those we're rebuilding. Let's see how to team gels you know whatever the case may be and if we can maybe you know fast forward this rebuild a little bit and get deandre Aiden, why not but
0: and you know, almost, got- almost like a almost like a well, well what do we have to lose if yeah if we'll give them the offer sheet if the sons match it they match it oh well we didn't get them and if you know james jones has an electricity outage at his home for forty eight hours, and he can't leave, <laughs> and nobody tells him he has to sign the offer sheet matching document, and I don't know. Uh, and they get him, great, we got him, um, right? Is that is that kind of what you think? I mean, I guess I can see it, but it, it it's almost like it's just like a big, really. Who did it help the most? Is DeAndre Ayton? That's it. Got him good his money, him, and good for good. him. Absolutely. Look, how long of how long, Paul? How long, Paul? Yeah. Have I been trumping DeAndre Ayton on this
2: podcast? (laughs) It was before he was drafted?
0: (laughs) Since fucking right before he was drafted. Dude, when, when this came out today, and I was telling my wife and kids what the offer sheet meant, and that it was possible <laughs> no, that they could they still were,
2: must have been so bored uh, and oh, they wanted they to it. jump out the window oh, of dude. the car back from
0: San Diego. Fucking Every moment takes. of it, they loved it. But as I'm telling them all of this, <laughs> I'm starting to think about the history of DeAndre Ayton, and I go, "Yeah, DeAndre Ayton." I go, "I go, I go." Oh, I go, "Wife, remember, remember when the Suns put my reaction video to getting the number one draft pick." In the commercial for the for the for the draft, she's like, "Yeah," I'm like, "That was DeAndre Ayton's year." She goes, "Oh, mm-hmm. so so then, then then she kind of registered with her." But dude, I I've got a deep long love for DeAndre, and I'm 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 stoked that he's coming back, and it will also give all of us kudos because I think the last time we officially took a vote on whether DeAndre would be here, mm-hmm. we said he would. Now let's forget about the fact that we then had three episodes where we talked about DeAndre in trades. But when we officially asked the question, we said he would be here, so we totally nailed that. I agree, man. I agree. Um, so, Paul, yeah, what I'm do you? But, oh, you had more? No no, 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 Go ahead. You can have more. No, I don't, I'm full. I'm not. Thank you. Oh, I'm not feel I'm not. I'm not feeling as rigid tonight, Daniel. <laughs> don't do it, Paul. Paul, what do you think? What do you? What do you think about? Oh, boy. For her pleasure. Paul, what were the Pacers thinking? What were the, what were the Pacers, Pacers thinking? thinking? I think
2: they were lost in their own sauce a little bit. That they thought that the reputation of Sarver and then what they were hearing in the media about the Suns' position and whatnot and wanting to move off of Ayton gave them – you know a reasonable reasonably high expectation that they could pull this off. I'm I'm surprised that the reporting was that they didn't want to consider a sign and trade for it. But I've also seen other reporting that they said that they tried to do Miles Turner and the son said no. But um
0: but that they didn't. Woj. Well, Woj said the Suns were not interested in a sign and trade. Just, I think it was Gambo who said
2: that the Pacers weren't interested in a sign and trade. It was like, we've got the space. Why do we have to give up assets? So that you, you understanding-
0: know what you know what I think about whenever I hear like that type of thing. You know what that means is both sides. To- I guarantee you, both those people heard that exact same thing and inside the mental machinations of these teams it's well yeah they they don't want to consider an offer because they won't take the offer that i want so clearly they're not considering an offer because this is very fair so it's 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 fair reporting and it's fair statements from the team anyway go on
2: all right thank you for lawyering us
0: <laughs> <laughs> i i feel like i didn't but did i that was more just, a PR test <laughs> that was more just like an observation <laughs>
1: Now, and you know what the crazy part about it is—is is, so all I keep hearing, and this is a good segue into the next, into what we're going to talk about next. But what are we
0: talking about next?
1: I, yeah. let's There's just, more to just, talk about. Let's just things, it, okay? After that happened, everybody seemed to think that well, we got Da back, so no Kevin Durant, right? People forgot that in all these iterations of any type of 14 deals, the Bobby Marks deal that just made too much sense to be viable, right? The one you know where <laughs> yeah, it makes
2: too much sense. I'm like let's, let's let's make much sense. that makes the thing that works. Yeah, like where you're
1: like, Is it 14 players shit,
2: deep and <laughs> yeah? So um 35. For in, the if,
0: for the record though. I'll give a shout out really quick. I, I liked, I don't remember what it was, but I remember looking at it and thinking, I like this. Sunders dunks. I liked his trade that he put up a couple of days ago. I'm just throwing that there out there. Go. go on, Daniel. did have... <laughs> So <laughs>
1: I will, here's what I'll say. That fuck, I lost my train of thought. No, no. So, you know, even in that Bobby Marks trade, right? Yeah. DeAndre went to the Pacers. Yep. And the only thing the Pacers were sending out was Miles Turner, I think. Miles Turner. Yeah. So you're telling no, me that and
2: they were sending out a, a pick.
1: A pick. And which was like from like Boston. It's like a late yeah. round pick. So you're telling me that that return is gonna kill. And and let's again, let's let's also understand that. DeAndre so are, are we
0: are we are, are we moving past are we moving past what were the Pacers thinking or is that still what we're talking Yeah, to make we, sure, we're keeping we're, up. Yeah we're, we're, yeah, we're done. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Oh, did you want that. did you want to talk
0: more about it? Oh, I had some I, I had something else I was going to bring up right oh, after. That, no, bring it up. No. bring it up. Go, 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 go. No. no, I just want to make sure I knew where we no. were. I just want to make sure. I don't know what I'm doing with my hand right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing it's an audio medium. <laughs> so well. Actually, you kind of led right into what I want to talk about anyway. It's Yeah. Hey. So, no, it's, it wasn't, but I'm going to let it be now. I'm okay with it. Sorry, buddy.
1: Sorry. And sorry for ruining your intro again, because I feel like you, that makes you really uncomfortable.
0: You know what? Fuck this. I quit. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> Dude, um, I should just yeah. walk out. I should walk out one episode and, and make it be like 45 minutes of the two of you. No, what, 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 what I really was going to ask, though, I was going to say, okay, so what does this mean moving forward? And I guess going into KD, we can certainly do that. I I, I was interested also, and maybe this will maybe this will be part of this for you, Daniel. Is Da still going to be here? Come, not December fifteenth; it's January fifteenth. I've heard. Is that correct? Yeah, that is
1: correct. Uh, January fifteenth,
0: with 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 only Da's permission, of course, his consent. Um, will he still be on the scene through this year? So anyway, I interrupted you to ask that question, but like I said, maybe it'll be part of what you were already saying. I mean, and no, now that's I, Now I feel better. <laughs> Good. Glad I could, uh, you know, take care of you there, buddy.
1: So, you know, people seem to think that this killed the KD trade. And once again, I will remind everybody that this is the exact same reaction everybody had when Kyrie fucking opted into his contract and, you know, Shout out to Flex. Flex was like, This changes nothing. This changes nothing. He got some criticism for it when it happened. Oh, Flex is trying to stay face. And this, I'm talking about the Kyrie opting in. And then guess what? On Thursday, fucking Kevin Durant asked to ask for a trade. So now what? So I say all that to say it doesn't change anything because, like I said before, that proposed 14 trade with that Barbie Marks had the only player that was really given up minus a late first round pick was miles Turner. And you're telling me that because uh, let's just say that trade happens. One of one. Are you telling me that trade falls apart because miles Turner's not going to
2: fucking Brooklyn? Give me a break, dude. Give me a break. I I, I think that trade from Bobby Marks, it made sense because Indiana has so much cap space that with the base year compensation stuff it allows the sons to send out the requisite salary to bring in kd while sure. also yeah so i sure. mean it makes and, sense and mathematically I, that yeah. they don't give up a ton of assets they just get the benefit they get a player for like cheap essentially
1: sure sure but but now that you're not including DeAndre drayton in that trade, right? yeah it's moot. because yeah. listen and here's the thing real quick DeAndre drayton's base your compensation was going to be what 16 17 million
0: yeah yeah so little, a little over 15 but when you take into the, the, the percentage right. accounts what have you it sure. effectively like 17 18 if you're going to yeah. include him in a trade for kd that's that's his salary right
1: 18 million yeah. let's forget yeah. about the asset
2: Yep. so now you know
1: the third now you know maybe you include mikhail bridges instead the Bridges makes how much 20
2: 21, 21.
1: 21 million, that's an extra four million. So Here, here's take what I'll that for what it will.
0: Here's what I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'm pretty sure I did this a few weeks ago. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But Mikhail, Cam, and Jay, Dario, Landry, any of those guys, that combination, that money works. I'll just say that with KD. And you brought up a point that I, I was I was going to bring up, Dan. So thank you because I love it when we think alike. And that's I, I'm not I, I don't get everybody saying DeAndre Ayton signing this and the Suns having to re-sign him kills the KD deal or impacts it in any sort of way for for that exact reason, the money reason, the the DeAndre Ayton contract being involved in any deal for KD a. Let's not forget that the Nets have always said they have no interest in him, so it's going to have to be a three team, four team, whatever trade. But that was always spoken of, and in fact was a complicating factor because of that base year compensation. Now that's out the window. Now it seems to me that the only reason people think it complicates things is because it theoretically makes it more expensive, because you're gonna have to go higher above that luxury tax threshold To bring KD in, but you also have to send money out. And what is it? 125% is the most that, uh, that the, the week, the nets could bring in compared to the money that, or send out compared to the money that they bring in. Is that what it is? It's it's like
2: 125% plus a hundred grand or 150 grand or something stupid like that. So,
0: so, and that's why I think the, when you start talking about the KD's contract and what kind of money would have to come out from the Suns, I think it comes out to be around 34, 35 million dollars in contracts have to go out. 35, yes. Yeah. Because KD's at 44 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so you get a nine million dollar difference there for the suns and money coming back theoretically. So it's mm. not like that. You're you're over the luxury tax. Okay. Yeah. So whatever you are, if you're sending out 35 million and bringing 44 back. You're going to be a nine, another nine above where you were before, but it's not like you're KD's full contract above. So again, right. it's a matter I feel of like people will, don't understand that it's and it's a matter of will the sons pay. Okay,
2: look, they've already started to.
0: I'm not going to get into the fucking Robert Sarver's cheap conversation again, because every time I do that, someone tells me about something he did in 2009 and they look at me like I'm crazy when I'm like going <laughs> tell me something more recent and it it no matter what it still perpetuates right well what did yeah. i say earlier spot track says 35 million already that they're going to be paying in luxury in a luxury tax bill next year as is, as this roster stands right now so he's already there so are we going to doubt that more is are there still are there real concerns because like you're saying dan it seems to me like it makes the money easier and you know what I've I and I've been on record saying this. God, I want KD so badly, but the 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 thought of of not having DA, Mikhail, and Cam next year still made me uneasy because and 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 not just because I love those dudes as players and as people, but because you still have to construct a roster otherwise you end up like the fucking Lakers. Yeah?
1: Yeah. Do we want that? No. Yeah, but but it's but it's not We do? It's, no, 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 nope. no, but it's but, not apples and apples.
0: Right. Yeah. Fair, fair. I'm, I'm sorry that I didn't use the perfect and crab analogy, apples. but like, yeah. Okay.
1: Like <laughs> yeah. it's green apples and red apples. Like, Hey man, you're like, the one that's always getting technical and shit. That's fair.
0: That's, just... fair. that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. I'm not faulting you, but I feel bad for trying to lure you. Fuck. No, no, no. Please, by all means, whenever, whenever you see the opportunity, please, you jump on it. I welcome it. Um, now, but I did definitely lose my train of thought in it. Uh, but no ultimately I, I just don't see how the the, the, the KD thing or excuse me the, the DeAndre Ayton thing is a negative in the in the in the in the realm of KD. I mean shit. If you're KD, now aren't you even more so they're going, I want to fucking play in Phoenix? What
2: well, was there last time there was a team that had four max <laughs> guys on it? Well, actually, well, I mean, Chris Paul's not he's pretty damn close to a max guy.
0: Do you guys but do you guys think that the Suns? matched because they had to or because they truly think da is part of the future which i guess goes back to what i was saying before about is he going to be here after the trade after that death, but maybe not even just that i mean did the Suns see did, i think they have The like Suns said all along options. we see him as part of <laughs> a big part of what we've done and what mm-hmm. we're doing was that all just bullshit bullshit and and they oh. just had a match because they had a match or did they match that quickly? Because they meant that they just wanted the price to be right for them, and the Pacers made it right.
1: I mean, I, I definitely don't think it's, it's bullshit. Because, yes, if you have a player like DeAndre, look, man, DeAndre, people, I swear to God, people shoot DeAndre and like he's Greg Oden. Like he's 23, he was an integral piece of a championship, uh, of a Western Conference championship team. Um, he had a Great season last year. He had a, he was probably the best player in the New Orleans series. You know, I know Chris Paul had that crazy game where he was 14 for 14, but other than that, he yeah, had a eight. phenomenal fucking and he was one of the only players that showed up in game six of the uh of the Mavericks uh series. Game seven, you know, that was a whole clusterfuck, but I feel like the Suns had the Suns had plan A, B, and C and Scenario you know, X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and <laughs> Z. So they, exactly. I feel like they had it all planned out because at the end of the day, I I understand people on Twitter have a lot of criticism for James Jones. I mean, he's not perfect. Of course he's made mistakes, but he's always been very calculated. Right. But,
0: but he always has, said, has he made mistakes or has he just done exactly what he wants to do and people don't like it? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's dumb
1: I mean, I guess like Landy the same, right? Like, you know, I, I could, I could, you know, want to fucking throw all my money into Bitcoin, but it might not be the best idea. You know, no, like not right now. <laughs> down sixty six percent, and no, I don't have all my money in Bitcoin. That it's called. Very specific. It's called.
0: It's called buying the dip, bro. Buying the dip, on. Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: Um, but but let's be real. Like we've all talked about the Jalen Smith, Tyrese Halliburton thing. You know, maybe thought that was the right pick. Let's let's be real. It wasn't. You know, okay, that, that okay, that was a
0: mistake. Okay, that was a mistake.
1: He didn't trade for Javelle <laughs> McGee last season. Maybe that would have won a championship, won us a championship. He didn't trade for Eric Gordon. You can you, I'm what I'm saying is you can spin it many different ways, right? But what I'm saying is, I don't I feel like James Jones and the front office had a very distinct plan where okay, this is our plan A, and plan A is this. Plan B is this: if neither of those, so we're gonna go. We're, I feel like he had this scenario one hundred mapped out, just like fucking Encyclopedia Brown, my guy. You remember Encyclopedia Brown? <laughs> yeah, I did. If hey, if, if you choose this, go to page this, and it's no, just like that. that yeah, would I be because like
2: You're an adventure. Encyclopedia Brown was a kid detective. Uh, I know.
0: Yeah, I know. He was a detective. But no, here, here, here's here's the thing. No matter what. You don't make a $133 million commitment in a matter of, of minutes fear. unless you knew you were doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Had it mapped out. Absolutely did. So DeAndre Ayton is part of the plan long-term then or is not? <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's CBD, man.
1: Let's see what yeah. happens with this whole yeah. Kevin Durant Fair? thing. If, if they trade for Kevin Durant, I think he's he's the chip, right? He's that hundred dollar chip. Are you gonna go back to your hotel room with your hundred dollar chip? You're gonna play a little bit more and see if you can fucking turn it into two hundred dollars.
0: Katie's more than a
1: hundred dollar chip, Daniel. No, no, Let's not not, the- not Katie. Da Da is a hundred dollar oh, chip. Sorry,
0: I I I was but, reading yeah. something and only half listening. I apologize.
1: And and of course, Da is worth more than that. It's a fucking analogy, dude. Jesus.
0: I just, anyway. I just, I just want to make sure that people, people, we we're very clear on what we think people are worth and how important we think they are. That's all. Of course.
1: Of course. Um, so, you know, if it's working out, we'll see if it's working out. Great. Awesome. Dude. Fucking write it out. FDA is putting in the work and the sons are killing it next year. And you know, number one seed let's fucking let's roll with it. If not, he's a great chip. Or if there's a fucking huge hole in the team that maybe, you know, we need to address again, DA is a great chip, but we got to let it play out. So I'm going to say, I don't know. TBD. Sorry. I know.
2: And now I'm Paul. Yep. Uh, I I've, I've worn you down and now you are, are me and you can't make a decision. So, oh,
1: so I can Paul- make plenty of decisions. Don't, don't, no.
2: No!
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> you Justin, yes? Paul, Paul, Paul. Yeah. When James Jones says that DeAndre Ayton is part of the son's future, yes. do you believe him? Yes, but
2: that... Part of the Suns' future could also, as Dan said, be a chip to the next move. I think, James Jones, to your point, Dan, when you were saying that, you know, he had scenario A, B, and C. Scenario A, B, and C, each one of those had option one, two, and three of move the next move. It's literally like, you do this, we go, we got these are our options over here if this move happens first. He's it's he's playing 3D chess. And Harry Potter chess where everything blows up. I'm thinking more Star Trek chess, where there's like levels and shit. I never saw Star Trek. Sorry. It's all right. I'm a dork for a reason. So... Was that straight? That went loud. Oh, we don't no, know. no, I'm saying... D- D- DA is part of the future of the Suns, yes, in one of two ways. He continues to play on this team and helps us bring a championship, hopefully, or... He plays on this team to the point where he can become a usable asset to, you know, be that next step. You know, Ricky Rubio was part of this team to get us Chris Paul. You know, whoever it, fingers crossed the KD trade comes through. All those players, Cam Johnson, Mikhail Bridges, whoever else, because those are the guys who got to be in there, were part of this team until they got us to that next step. And that's just what we've been building towards. That's a great fucking point.
1: I like that. I do, especially like the that. Ricky Rubio part. Like you're right, man. Like he was, he was a bridge, right? Maybe DEA is the bridge.
2: I like it. Or everybody except Booker is a bridge to the next level.
0: Or and, maybe hey, in maybe, maybe just maybe, the way they handle all of this was just the plan that they had in place to put them exactly where they wanted to be to land Kevin Durant while still having the under on the roster. Yeah. I just keep going back to that. No, but you're right, dude. I mean, it, it, look, you're always you, as, as a GM, James Jones needs to always be looking to improve this team. Right. And yep. you look at what he's done the past two years and the moves that he's made. And regardless of how unhappy we are with the way the seasons ended the seasons were far more successful than prior decades. <laughs> so if if he's continuing to build, then he's going to continue to build, and we we saw saw him do that from that from you know that that first year with Chris Paul to the second year. We're seeing it slowly percolate here during this offseason from this second year to this third year. Um, and look, man, Tyrese Halliburton, be damned. That one still, okay, yep, mistake. But that could if we steep, look away from the draft with lie. James Jones, I, I I, still think you're hard-pressed to see a move where you're like, oh, man, I don't like that, right? Like even Landry Shaman, okay, he has not been what we expected to get from him. Maybe we still get that if he's still here. But to that point, he's also a very tradable piece because of how that contract looks, right? So – Notwithstanding performance, he's still not a oh god we're saddled with that contract kind of guy. We don't have any of those on this team, do we? You're not really.
2: Everybody's tradable or expiring. So let the wizard
0: both. let the wizard do his thing. Like I said, "Man, he saved Robert Sarver money and gave DeAndre Aiton and a max contract in one fucking fail swoop. Let him work. I trust him. I'm gonna start, start calling him Harry Potter." I feel like champ is a way better nickname
1: or the boy who lived.
0: <laughs> I don't You're know what boy.
1: that means. What's that?
2: That's also Harry Potter.
1: <laughs> Paul's a nerd like me. I love it. <laughs> All right, boys. Although, although, no, so I'm sorry. I got to say this. No, go. Thor 11 thunder suck ball sack.
0: Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, I know one, one, at least one last thing here. Yes. So how is DeAndre Ayton going to handle all of this? Like, do you think DeAndre Ayton's sitting somewhere right now all butt sore that the Suns match this offer? Do you think this is going to impact how he comes in and plays with this team? Do you think he's basically an emotional child that can't handle the NBA business is the question? Because so I, I feel like I've heard a lot of people voicing concerns over that.
1: Well, I mean, a certain fucking radio station yesterday made a whole segment about red flags of DeAndre Ayton and started to kind of go after his character, which I didn't appreciate, but hey.
0: wait, But what kind of of red flags did they point out? Did they point
1: out? I mean, they pointed out red flags like when he said that, you know, hey, like at the beginning of the year, he's like, I'm I'm ready to create. Like, I want to do like more. Like,
2: you know. Murray Stoudemire said that. Yeah,
1: but Mars Sodomer is a Mars right? Yeah.
0: No, DeAndre, you can't you can't fault the kid for wanting know, to contribute more.
2: Yeah. But you know, unfortunately Especially was, when he's looking to try to earn a max extension. Yeah. <laughs> and you know,
1: unfortunately, they painted it in a bad light. Whatever. Um, they, you know, backtracked on that today, of course. But like my thing is DeAndre, Ayton, and I'll say this, DeAndre Ayton last season. Was so professional. He mm. could have been like, "Fuck you guys, I'm out." Like, figure it out. Like, no, he was professional. I don't, I don't remember him talking about the contract ever, other than like those first, like the media days or like even the, the the training. Yeah, camp no, he practices. didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He, he put, it, put it behind him. Yeah, he put it behind him, and he balled out. And guess what? He was the best player in the first round of the playoffs whatever the fuck you want to say about round two. Hey, you better come with that same energy for all the other players that didn't show up in game seven. All right. And if you want to talk about how Monty said this or that about him, guess what, man, Monty, not as great as performance, performance against the mass got out coached by Jason kid, which is, let's be real. It's kind of sad. So I don't think Deandre is going to come in with any type. I think he's going to be professional as hell. I think the boys are going to take him out and be like, Hey man, like, look, I get it. it. I get, I get it you're could. upset. Shit happens. Let's go into championship. Let's talk. We got KD now. Like, let, let, let's, it, it's it's time to go to work. And he's going to be like, all right, I got 133 M's. Great. Let's go to fucking work. That's what I think is going to happen. Sorry,
2: I was a little all? emotional. I agree with Dan. I, I, am, enjo- I am enjoying the... Uh, <laughs> The backtracking though of uh a lot of people who uh on Twitter who, you know, like the 987 folks, you know, I, I'll I'll say that there, you don't have to call them a certain radio station. It's not like they listen to this. Um fair. But um, you know, there's a lot of backtracking on Twitter today of people who were saying things of like, see clearly, uh you know, Aiden's not a max player. Or like, blah 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 blah. Now they're like, oh, good for him. You got the max. Happy to have him back. And I'm like, keep keep the same energy. Go sit on attack. Yeah, that was aggressive. I, you, I'm, I'm, you not, know, I'm not petty enough to have kept receipts, but other people on Twitter are, and they've been posting them for the last couple hours. <laughs>
0: that's fantastic. Can I can I take the little. DA Monty thing and maybe I don't know put a little positive spin on it for y'all can I try this? Please do we are the podcast Ex- of optimism I'm excited can, can, can DA find a better time to show in an emotional outburst that he fucking cares about this team and about winning than, than doing it right there I mean Everyone talks about how he's not aggressive, how he doesn't have the right mentality. Well, he just shows some fucking fire right there. Best best scenario for it to be in? Maybe not. But at the end of the day, isn't that what you want out of him? You want him, you want to see that he cares. He certainly wasn't sitting there that particular moment in time going, I can't wait to get home and play some fucking video games, right? <laughs> no, get me started, please. <laughs> I mean... You could. I mean, am I being am I being, mo- am I being am I being am I am I throwing a little hyperbole out there? Sure,
2: but yeah, ultimately, but you could- if
0: you're going to sit there and you're going to bitch and complain about him not dunking hard enough, then shouldn't you be fucking happy that he yelled at his coach on the sideline because that's showing aggression?
1: Also, most probably the most passionate any of those players showed
0: in Game Seven. Let's be real, probably really sapped of energy. That's,
1: you know what I mean, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Let's not do that. No, no. All right, well. Paul. <laughs> yeah.
0: Any final thoughts? No. N- no. Wow. Damn. Then he died. I feel like that was a first. Paul just said no to any final not even excited about anything now he's gonna have thoughts watch he's just gonna wait for you to start talking and then interrupt you (laughs) uh no man i know
1: (laughs) 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 there it is i want to know how excited you guys are for next season when we have chris paul devin booker deandre and kevin durant and player to be named in our starting five dude Uh,
0: like today's a great day it really is it was a weird day and i feel like it it i i unlike you paul never never felt like there was any doubt that the suns would oh no you said you didn't feel like they would not match it was more whether it would be a sign and trade yeah yeah i I don't know. I don't know that I ever got to a point where I, I felt like there was, I don't know. It was like a weird thing all day. Right. Cause there was, it was the nebulous. Did he, did he even sign it yet? And then when he didn't, it's like, okay, well maybe there'll be a sign and trade, but at the same time, if there hasn't been one yet, why would there suddenly be one now when this gets announced? It can't be that simple. And then it's that like, is. okay, here's the offer sheet and You go, all right. I, I thought, I was reading the same tweet when I saw that he had signed it. I'm like, no, I already. Oh, oh okay. No, it just he did that that quickly. But no, dude, I'm stoked. I mean, maybe it's because I, I just didn't think an offer sheet would happen because it just seemed like the way all the cards were falling, it it just didn't make sense. And maybe I was buying into too much of stuff that you're seeing out there. With da being, you know, part of three team trades and all that, but ultimately. I never really thought about an offshoot Suns mashing and what I would think about it, but I'm stoked. Like that's I'm I'm stoked because look, dude, as shitty as the end of the season was, this team still won 64 games and run rough shot over the NBA. Okay, all right, we lost Javale. <laughs> yeah, but play in the playoffs, yep. you you, <laughs> you tell me, you tell me, we still have a shot at getting Da or excuse me, KD, and our worst case is. We're, we're, we're still set up very, very nice. Yeah. Worst case we're I'm basically stoked. running back last year. And I'm not even <laughs> going to go there because you know what? I still have zero doubt that we're getting KD. Hold on. Zero doubt that we're not getting KD. Zero doubt that we're getting KD. Yes. Zero doubt. So we will be getting KD. So I'm not even going to think about that. And right. ultimately, dude, I did, think about that. If we come out of this off season with, with those four dudes that you just laid out there, Daniel, on our team, Huh. Oh.
2: You know, actually something I just saw on Twitter. Just that from apparently, six to midnight.
0: Paul, oh, Paul, calm you down. No, the Sun's God. odds
2: to get KD post and signing wow. actually got better. Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah. Minus 115 for minus yeah. 105. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Vegas always knows. Real quick to piggyback on what you said, Justin. When. I never had a doubt, right? Because again, like I, I talk to Flex all the time and he's always like, dude, trust me. This is who's telling me this. This is what I'm hearing. And I'm like, okay, but you know, I'm a Suns fan, right? You always got to fucking, <laughs> not that I don't think his information isn't legit because obviously it fucking is, but the, the Suns fan in me is always just, uh, you know, fucking lose D8. So when I saw that the Suns matched it that quick, I was like fuck yeah, dude. That's what I'm fucking talking about. That's the kind of fucking confidence I need. You know, that's breaking the sun's mold. Old suns would have been like fuck. You know, Saturday 11:58 p.m. fuck, I guess we better match this let's find the DocuSign that's in our fucking email and sign that shit. Because let's be real, right? That's what they use, DocuSign or
2: do they really do pen to paper? That's what I was going to ask, I'm like, "Dude, does it have to be ink to paper?"
0: You know, there's there's a weird part of me that wants to say when I was reading the CBA once that I, I, I saw a reference to having to actually fax the paperwork yeah. to oh the God. other team. There is a, um, I think there has to be a physical delivery. Wow. I'll look that up and I will. I will oh, you, you great tweet that teaser out. <laughs> for next episode, Daniel. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying because of how
1: quickly it happened, you know, like it's like. Like, it's like, oh, DA intends to sign an offer sheet. Hey, fucking an hour later, oh, he signed an offer sheet. When this morning he was in fucking California. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. And then next thing you know, fucking. He's running to a sons, Two, 13 well, minutes later. It does match.
0: Oh, I guess, I guess to, 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 to maybe answer the question, I, I don't believe it has to be like a wet signature. So like, mm-hmm. you don't need like a physical document, like a physical copy there has to be an actual delivery oh my god let's stop yeah,
2: i i think stop well it. well no because th- there was a video i saw on. we're not TikTok. stopping got it no we're not we don't of <laughs> it was i think it was an nfl player who like literally had to run to staples because they didn't have a printer and they needed to physically print it out and sign the con the contract because he's like you know, like, how, you know how, 22 and doesn't have on a printer because you know, i'm 40 and don't own a printer
1: but how long ago was that? Though
2: it was this year. Um, this was this
0: off season. It like just happened. And 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 the <laughs> the, the, the NBA CBA doesn't apply to the NFL. Just I know. So I'm you know. but
2: I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> that like there are I sports leagues that,
0: that a wet signature
2: is required. I, I mean, know that's what you're saying. DocuSign, sign, dude.
1: Easy. You yeah? know. I know.
2: Yeah. Hey, it was it was hoops to get the IRS to accept DocuSign. sign
0: thanks to a pandemic they finally do okay <laughs> i'm gonna wrap up this episode of Fanny of the flames because now i'm really curious and i want to look this up and i don't want to look it up while we're still recording so i'm gonna make Perfect. you sit there while i look it up after we're done recording yeah. so we appreciate you guys listening as always you can find me on twitter i'm at so says j paul at dervish world daniel i'm at Ballsack sports
1: just kidding espn what a fucking joke I'm at Dan Duarte 1. Uh, listen to the Coast to Coast podcast and uh, go follow at Flex from Jersey.
2: If you're and not already, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, it's weird if you follow us and not him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> really... Imagine somebody else like, who's this Flex guy? That's a good idea, guys. <laughs> this is real. That's crazy. Let's be real. And the pod is at Fan the Flames NBA. And again, we appreciate you guys listening. And depending on when you're listening, have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or... Good evening, Kevin Durant. Just want hear-